Has anything like that ever appeared in human history? There's nothing like it. Therefore, I shall resign the presidency effective at noon tomorrow. The Iron Curtain between East Germany and West Berlin has come tumbling down. Good evening. It's a killing that's shaking Montreal's underworld. A man known as the Godfather. Welcome to, I don't know, probably the last episode of this podcast. I'm honestly done with doing this. This it's boring. They get no joy out of this whatsoever. Like I don't I don't like doing this at all anymore. It feels like a chore to have to sit down and talk for whatever amount of time I sit down and decide to talk for. It's fucking boring. Like I just thinking of sitting here for an hour and just rambling. I kinda wanna shoot my fucking skull with a fucking drill gun, nail gun, something. Something that's not like a real gun. Just something that will, like, inflict, like, slight brain damage. Not something that will, like, wipe my skull off of my body, but something that might fuck me up a bit and, you know, could potentially be a supervillain origin story. I don't know. How many supervillains is that their origin story where, like, a bullet just grazes their head and then next thing you know, they got a half-skull made of fucking chromantium blom or something. I don't know. I just finished playing the remaster of Spider-Man, and there was a guy who's named Hammerhead, and guess what his head was made out of? Some metal from some made-up African country. I don't know why countries in Africa in the Marvel Universe have, like, crazy technology. It's like, no. There's no secret African country making crazy technology. Is there secret Asian countries making secret technology? Of course. Of course there is. Literally any country. Do you want to know what's beneath the Samsung building in South Korea and Seoul? 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 What's that city called? I don't know, but there's a fucking laboratory of probably giant rat monsters being created under there and you know what they know how to use they know how to use nail guns and they know how to properly shoot a projectile straight into my fucking brain so that's where i'm at you're probably like wow this is this is not a good mood to start an episode off with that oh no i'm in a terrible mood i don't want to do this anymore i want to record a podcast that's not just rambling i try to do the history thing which turns out hey putting a lot of fucking doing research for a history podcast it takes time and it's kind of boring to be fair. Like I really started just cause I wanted to research the mafia and want to do a couple episodes about the mafia. Well, guess what? I can just do that on my own. I can just read books about the mafia and then just kind of reiterate that here in some capacity in, I guess, long-form ranting, I guess. I can just talk about things. I don't know. I did the scripted thing. I'm boring. I, I don't know what to do anymore. Like, I'm, I'm just going to talk this out now because I don't know what the fuck to do anymore. I just want to go on Facebook and just yell at people and just start fighting with people. That's how bored I am. I've gone back to just starting fights with people online on Facebook for no reason. 
and not even about things I care about, like just random things where I'm just like, yeah, I could probably start an argument with this person over nothing for no reason. And, you know, it, it kills a couple hours of the day. It also, you know, makes my blood boil. It just infuriates me in a multitude of different ways that, like, I can't explain. And I don't know. I really don't know. I'm just so fucking bored with everything now. Like, I don't fucking... What is there to do now? Like, what is there to fucking do at all? There's fucking nothing to do. I haven't done anything in a fucking year. I've done nothing. The last thing I did in my entire life was I went to Toronto and got COVID a year ago. That's what I did a year ago. I went and got COVID, I assume. I don't know. I probably just got sick. Probably just had a regular flu. And then... That's the last thing I did. And then I quit my job a week after that. And then I've been sitting at home for a fucking year. And I want to bash my skull in. I want to break my fucking nose bone into my brain. I want to snap it off and shove it up directly into my brain. I want Prodigy from Mob Deep... Stab my face with my nose bone. Stab my brain with my nose bone. I want that to happen. I don't think that's an unrealistic, you know, demand to make. Just use the palm of your hand and stab my brain with my own nose bone. Is that what the nose bone is called? Is it just called the nose bone? The nose bone's connected to the face bone. The face bone's connected to the head bone. The head bone's connected to the neck bone. Neck bone's connected to the body bone. I, I, is that how the song goes? I don't know. I don't fucking know. Um, yeah, I, I think this is legitimately the last episode of this. Like, I want to do a podcast in some way, but I don't think this is going to work anymore. It's just boring. There's nothing, there's literally nothing to talk about at all. And I can't read three books every week and write an essay every single week. As much, I thought I could do that. I thought I could, but I can't. I don't have the motivation to do that whatsoever. Especially now, since I'm just sitting at home. It's like, I, I don't feel... I just started reading a book today since the last thing I read was Alexander the Great Book, which was a waste of time. I was reading Alexander shit about Alexander the Great. It's like, oh, in order to understand anything in this fucking book, I have to go and study the entirety of fucking Macedonia. And it's like, I don't want I don't fucking give a shit about fucking ancient Greek people that much to give a shit. Like, the way these books just list off names, it's like, I'm just supposed to know. Like, I looked up books for, like, Alexander the Great for complete fucking retards is what I Google searched. Not for dummies, for blatantly retarded people. 
There's a difference. The series, it's not as popular as for dummies, but for the straight-up retarded book series, it's a fantastic book series if you're like me and just straight-up retarded. So I was hoping for that, but no, I got some super in-depth book and it was telling me all this shit about Alexander and yada, 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 and who gives a shit? Who gives a shit? So... I don't know, the only cool thing I learned from that book was that his mom was crazy and and people thought she was part of some sort of like sacrificial snake cult or something like that. That was the only cool thing from that. I spent five episodes about Operation Wrath of God, which was just me reciting the book Vengeance back to you. I did McCarthyism, which was just me rereading my notes from history class in first year of university or second year, whatever, when I took a class about McCarthyism. That's what that was. And then another one, Lou Pearlman, that was just me looking up shit about, I watched one documentary about him. And then now I'm an expert on Lou Pearlman. And even though... The whole time, I didn't understand the scam. He was run- To this day, I don't understand the Ponzi scheme he was running. Like, he was selling retirement plans. I still don't understand what he was exactly selling, but he was selling some sort of, like, fake insurance policy, I think, or, like, he was selling fake stocks or bonds into his fake airplane company. I'm not entirely sure what he was doing, but he was doing something, and he was scamming dumb old people in Florida. And you got to ask yourself, do you really feel bad for dumb old people in Florida? And the question is, no, you don't. Or answer to that question is, no, you don't. You very much do not give a shit about them whatsoever. And if you think you do, you're lying to yourself. So who's the bad person here? Me telling you that you don't give a shit about them? Or you lying to yourself constantly pretending think you're a good person when really you know for a fact you do not give a shit about any old person in Florida whatsoever. It's up to you. I don't know. I don't know what to do. There's... Like, I don't know how to build this podcast. How do you build a podcast? Like... I don't like promoting things. That's the thing. You got to like be willing to brand yourself and yada, yada, yada and blah, 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 blah. It's like I don't give a shit enough to brand myself, you know? Like, like what's the brand of this show? I don't know, he's just another white guy rambling about, like, how do I sell it? I don't know, say it's funny, and then people are like, how's it funny, though? I don't know, listen to it and determine for yourself. They're like, well, you gotta tell me what it's funny about. I don't know, I have unique takes, I think, I don't know. It's called Otis Morris Hates Himself, and the show's about hating everything, so that's the concept, okay, is no matter what I talk about, I'm probably going to shit on it, okay, no matter what, I don't think I've ever come on here and just be like, hey, here's a great thing for you guys, hey, 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 the only thing I've ever recommended to anybody on this show is buying a gun and shooting yourself in the head, that's the only thing I've ever recommended, that's the only positive thing I've ever 
you know, told anyone to do. And that's not even positive. That's the most positive thing I could say. Like, I've encouraged the murder of multiple people on this show. You can go through. I probably have encouraged people to murder at least 13 people on this show, I will say. At least 13 people. Do I remember any of these people? No, because they're just random people from probably dumbass news stories that don't matter that I forget about within a fucking 40 minutes after talking about it. That's that's another thing. This shows so much just came about me just rambling about shit I would just look up on Twitter. And then it's just, I'm literally just a gossip news fucking podcast. Nobody wants to listen to some fucking fat schlub like me ramble and just fucking be a curmudgeon about fucking teenagers on the internet just because I don't get it. I, I don't I don't understand it. I I don't understand TikTok, so I might as well I'm just becoming an old grumpy fuck. And so what is this? The grumpy old man podcast? And it's just one old man just arguing with himself. You know what? That's a great concept for a podcast, actually. So that's basically where I've been going. I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing anymore. I'm now fifty-nine episodes in to this fucking podcast, and I don't know what it is. I literally don't know what this show is anymore. It's just a thing. I I don't know. I I, I literally do not know what to do with this show anymore. Like, I had... I was going to come and talk about some things like uh, there was a new story where the Taliban in Afghanistan, they wear they, they wear white high top shoes as a status symbol. And also they show show that they're in the Taliban. And for some reason, it's exclusively a terrorist thing to wear white high top shoes. If you come to Canada, U.S., you're just a fucking trendy kid in October wearing high-top white shoes. That's all you are. You're just a cool kid that probably, you know, you know, probably gets his dick sucked all the time, you know, wears tight jeans, wears white Levi's. Uh, fuck. I hit the mic, whatever. You just wear tight Levi's. You know, you've got those acid-washed jeans, those shitty white high-tops. You probably wear a beanie that's too small for your head. Probably have some fucking 1980s vintage shirt, and it's like, okay, buddy, Jesus Christ, you're the one that spent $80 on a fucking dead Kennedy shirt, even though the dead Kennedys are literally, Jelly Beaver, like, literally does everything against that. Like, he does, he's a piece of shit, so <laughs> whatever, okay, okay. But just let it be known that you and members of the Taliban share the same fucking fashion sense is so you know trendy hipsters in the uptown area you have that in common with terrorists you have the same fashion sense as terrorists and if you go to afghanistan you'd probably you'd hopefully be murdered hopefully i don't know i imagine wearing white high tops in afghanistan i guess is like the equivalent to like wearing like you know some blue crypt-related hat in, like, fucking Compton or something. I don't know. I don't know what gang areas, but I know 
specific certain blue hats and certain red hats have been now co-opted by Crips and Bloods to mean certain things in certain areas. So just don't wear a blue or red hat if you're going to the uh, downtown uh, Compton area, Oakland, whatever. Any crime-laden city in which gang gangster rap is highly prevalent. You know, don't be walking around Queensbridge, you know, around the Marcy Projects in a fucking mink coat with a red hat on, okay? People might have certain expectations of what you're trying to do there. So that, I had that, that I, I that was a topic to talk about. See, I could have talked about that. I was going to talk about, uh, oh, I was going to talk about the CISO Hotel fucking documentary because... That 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 seemed fun. That seemed fun. Let's talk about this documentary then. Sure. Let's let, let's talk about this now. Let's let's make this the last topic I'm going to talk about until whenever the fuck I decide to do this again. God knows. I I don't know. I really don't know. <clears throat> so Hotel Cecil. It's about the story of. Well, it's about the story of the hotel. Is really what it is. The story of the hotel and the people's fascination of the hotel that's what the documentary is about it's a four-part documentary about this hotel and people's obsession with this fucking hotel is what it is and it uses the framework of the case of elisa lamb which was this mentally ill asian chick from vancouver who decided to go fucking I don't know, find herself in L.A., stayed at the Cecil Hotel, which is a giant, old, shitty hotel in the middle of Skid Row. It's filled with homeless fucking crackheads. It's a bag of shit. It's literal shit. It's a shit hotel. It's a shit place for anybody. It is just shit. It is a shit stain on the shit stain that is Skid Row within the shit stain that is Los Angeles within the flaming hot shit stain that is the state of California. It's just shit stain upon shit stain upon shit stain. It's like if you just kept shitting your underwear and just washing it, and then the next time you wore that underwear, you took another shit again. To the point where, you know, washing it's not going to do anything. You just need to throw it away. And that's what needs to happen with California. You just need to throw it away, okay? You can only wash a shit stain so many times, okay? It, it, it's there permanently. And the only way to do it is just let it burn. Just let it fucking burn away, okay? Just burn it off. Just tie it off. Let it go like a fucking hemorrhoid. Just tie it off. Let it fall off. Let it go into the fucking Pacific and just let it go, okay? Just let it go with God. That's all you need to do. Just fucking let it go. So... This fucking mentally ill Asian chick comes to the Hotel Cecil. She's trying to find herself, yada, yada, yada. And then eventually she goes missing. And people are like, oh, no, she went missing. It's crazy. And then the police release this footage in which she's in her hotel or in the hotel elevator. And she's acting all crazy and shit. She's moving very sporadically. And people are like, oh, my God, she's, like, possessed. Or, oh, my God, she's being chased by, like, a murderer or something. And... Then people were like, yeah, this chick was definitely murdered, 100% murdered, and the hotel's in on it, they're trying to cover it up, yada, 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 and then it just turns out she didn't take her meds, went to a giant psychosis, ended up jumping into the fucking water tank on top of the roof and killed herself. And then people were like, the hotel's covering it up, the police are covering it up, and they're like, no, um, 
no, I don't know why any of you fucking idiots think this. And they're like, well, you said the thing was open. It's like, or closed on the water tank. It's like, no, we guess we misspoke, but no. And the reports always said open. Um, in fact, it wasn't even there. And then this thing, it's about internet web sleuths. Web sleuths. This is the thing. And this is, <laughs> it's this whole documentary, it's four hours of Joe Berlinger, I think. He's the dude that did the Paradise uh, Lost, Paradise Lost documentaries about the uh, the uh, the West Memphis Three, right? The kids that supposedly did, like, satanic rituals to children in the forest, and then they served for 20-something years, but they still maintain that they're innocent, now they're set free. And, yeah, there's a three... There's now three separate documentaries about it, okay? Because he's followed them. He made the documentary of when it happened, went followed up, like, 10 years later, and then followed up an additional 10 years later. Okay, so, you know, great documentary filmmaker. I think he also did, he did the recent, um, what's, what's that creepy, Jeffrey Dahmer? Was it Dahmer or Ted Bundy? One of those guys, I don't fucking care that much about fucking serial killers. People that do are weird. And that's the whole point about the fucking documentary. It's four hours and these web sleuths are like, I know she was murdered. I know about it. Yada, yada, yada. And then these people go to the hotel, live in the hotel. They try to retrace her steps. And they're like, this is where Elisa Lamb, this is where she must have been taken and abducted. Like right here, like you'd see her looking out that way. And then we went up to the roof and we're like, oh my God, she must have been here. Like we found her in the tank. Like she must have been tossed in there. And it's like, you're literally retracing the steps of a mentally ill person. A person having a psychotic mental breakdown. That is the person's steps you are retracing. Do you not realize that you are just as fucking mentally ill as a fucking mentally ill woman? Are you insane? You are fucking... You're a crazy person. You are crazy. You think that you somehow, with your limited resources on the internet are able to find out more about a missing person than the actual detectives working on that case with the actual evidence that exists. And then at the end, basically the last half hour of the documentary is just basically the cops being like, yeah, we didn't tell the public everything. There's obviously details of cases. We can't tell you everything. Like, you fucking idiots. You think we're just going to tell the public everything? Like, huh? Are you fucking dumb? Like, do you not know how investigations work? Like, yeah, you get certain details. You get the details that, you know, the public should possibly know. You know? There's certain things that the public doesn't need to know whatsoever. And for some reason, these web police are like, we have all the details. Like, there's the fucking creepy dude who's insisting she was murdered and then, like, is like, oh, I, I became emotionally connected through this journey with Elisa Lamb. It's like, what? You stalked a girl's Tumblr account. That's all you did. You're like, she would have been a great writer because she posted very emotional emotional and vulnerable things about herself on Tumblr. You know, she was a 20-year-old girl and she had a lot of mental health issues. Yeah, every 20-year-old girl with a Tumblr account has mental health issues. 
Why do you think they're on Tumblr? They all post the exact same shit. Like, like, and for all you know, it's probably just a fucking rupee car poem. That's all it is. It's just some fucking dumb white girl poetry. That's all it is. We got robbed of some really great writer. No, you didn't. You got robbed of a mentally ill woman that you connected with because you're mentally ill. That That's all you lost. That's literally all you lost. Go back to your life. Go back to your fucking life. And the funniest thing is, it they don't... So, the whole time... So, the documentary, it's bait. They're using the Elisa Lamb case. And, you know, if you just Google it, you just realize, like, oh, she... Like, you can go and Google the case. You can Wikipedia search and read the case and be like, oh, she wasn't murdered. There's no foul play here. She was very... Even the family's like, yeah, no, she has, she has you know, a history of not taking her meds and then going off the fucking rails. So, it's like... What happened is so obvious from the fucking get-go, okay? And you can read about it. It's very clear. But then the documentary does the great thing of talking about the Hotel Cecil itself or Cecil Hotel, whatever the fuck it is, which is, you know, like a hotel where Richard Ramirez, the Night Stalker, fucking did some crazy shit. You know, there's meth heads and crackheads all over the place. People dying from overdoses and just are dying all the time. It's just a morbid place. It's just an, It's just a shitty, morbidly macabre place it just it's you know it's just a freaky place okay so obviously people are like this is so freaky it has to be it has to be something evil happening it has to be it's like well no they went and found the one case in which something malicious didn't happen it's just kind of like oh a person just had a mental lapse because you know they didn't take the fucking medication which you know if you're a fucking bipolar person and, you know, you're thinking, like, I don't need medication. Let's be serious. You need that medication, okay? Because if you don't take that medication, you're going to go off the fucking rails. And that's what Kanye keeps fucking doing. He's going off the rails, okay? If my girlfriend doesn't take her whatever she has to do, the next day she's crazy. Not really. She's fine. But, you know, it's just a crazy chick doing crazy chick shit. And... The web sleuths so badly, they so badly want to find something that doesn't exist that they'll literally force anything to into existence. Like they found a video of this dude who's like his name's what morbid, and he was just he's just some Brazilian dude that makes black metal music, just death metal. So you know he wears the white and black face paint, dresses up really creepy. All the songs are about murder and like grotesque, like. It's just, like, you know, just grotesque sort of vision, you know. Have you ever listened to a Cannibal Corpse song? Have you ever listened to fucking any blackmail? It's, you know, it's it's just dark art shit, okay? It's not, it's not like these dudes are actually fucking eating baby dicks and, like, sucking blood out of them, okay? He has a, the guy is like, in the video, he chases a woman and says he's going to drown her. It's like... Yeah, that's that's like 40% of fucking black metal songs. Okay? There's 40 about chasing somebody and murdering them, 40% about Satan, and then 20 where you combine the two. Okay? That's any black metal song, really. You, you got your satanic shit and you got your murder. Okay? That is black metal. That's all there is. 
That's all there is. And then, you know, you can murder God in a song if you want. You can do all kinds of things. It's artistic expression. And so this guy, I guess he posted a video of him at the Hotel Cecil because, you know, that's on brand for him. You know, his whole brand is Creepy Macabre stuff. So, of course, he's going to go to the Creepy Macabre Hotel and post a video of him there. And so people found that. Like, he murdered them. Except, you know, he was there a year before this dumb, psychotic Asian chick was. And then these web sleuths went and tore this dude down, ruined his music career because people now associate him being a murderer, even though he wasn't even in Los Angeles at the time. But they just tore him down because they're fucking mentally ill. Which is insane. And these people, the whole four-hour documentary... I don't think any of these people realized that they were being made fun of. Like, they... I don't think they realized. Like, I think these people truly thought they were contributing to the case. They truly thought they were contributing to helping this woman that they don't know. It's like, you don't even live in Los Angeles. You don't even live in the state. Why? What? Just because you saw a weird video on the internet, you've decided to commit so many hours and weeks and months of your life to something that people are getting paid to do that for. You're doing this on your own free time when people are getting paid to do it. You don't think the people that are getting paid to do it are maybe doing a little bit of a better job to it for you, but no, apparently not. And they never realize they're being fucking made fun of, which makes the documentary so fantastic, is that they don't realize they're the butt of the joke. And that's the thing is, also people that watched the documentary apparently didn't realize that either. It's the whole documentary is making fun of people that are web sleuths that think they're contributing. And the whole last half hour, as I said, is just basically being like, no, you don't know what you're talking about. So stop. You're wasting your time. You're wasting our time. And in fact, you're actually clogging up our resources. So immediately after watching the documentary, I, of course, go on to Twitter to find that everybody is like, the hotel manager's very clearly the serial killer, right? She's very clearly a killer. It's like, did you people not just watch a whole documentary basically just shitting on people, making wild accusations like that, that the first thing you do after watching that is to want to go and make a wild accusation as such? I get it. Some are probably joking, and yeah, she doesn't come off in the greatest way. But to then legit, like there's people legitimately like, I think Elisa Lamb was legitimately killed by the hotel manager. And to them, to those people, it's just like, how? How do you think? Like, I I, want to know how your brain works, how you could be that dumb to not understand that something was just very clearly satirizing what you are now exactly doing. It's hilarious. Like, this documentary did what the don't fuck with cats one, I wish it did. 
Because with Don't Fuck With Cats, it takes these web sleuths and it takes what they're doing and it was like showing it as like, oh no, these people are legitimately solving the case. They're legitimately figuring it out and they're making connections to like like crazy shit and it's just like, you're literally insane. You're literally fucking insane. Like you contributed nothing. You contribute. Like they're they're worried about cats, and it's like now he's murdering humans, and he's sending it to Canadian like political officials. And for the most time, you people were thinking he was in Russia. So you're not even on the right track whatsoever. <laughs> whatsoever they legitimately they're like yeah i think this guy's murdering people in fucking russia it's like no he's murdering people in montreal you fucking idiot the language he's speaking sounds like sounds like russian no it sounds like french you idiot and that's the thing i don't think that the don't fuck with cats thing i think the people in that made that documentary, I think they, I don't think there's any, like, actual, there's, like, one detective in it, I think, but it focuses on the web sleuths, and you realize, like, oh, these people are just fucking crazy, literally, these are mentally ill people that have created an online community where they validate each other's mental illness on a regular basis, it's like saying, oh, as a mentally ill person, nah, you're not. Nah, nah, nah. I'm not mentally ill. I'm definitely not mentally ill. As a mentally ill person, no, I'm not mentally ill. You're not either. Yeah. We should go solve crimes. We totally have the mental capacity to solve crimes. Oh, God. But, yeah. This is my new like favorite like subgenre of true crime documentaries is uh web sleuths that don't know fucking anything about anything. Like I don't know. I I want to somehow weasel my way into a documentary and just be like uh I'm actually, you know, the Francis McDormand fan club Facebook page runner, so you know, I was a first ballot Hall of Famer, you know, to be interviewed for the Coen Brothers movie documentary for HBO. It's like, what? Like, that's basically the reach that they're doing, like, for these people to be in these movies, documentaries. It's like, you're so far away from being in any sort of knowledgeable circle of what's even going on. Like, that's crazy. Like, the Don't Fuck With Cats one is particularly insane. Like, yeah, we didn't like that this guy was, like, hurting cats. So, you know, we obviously banded together and, you know, we solved crime. We solved crime. And it's like, one of you's obese. You look like you have AIDS and you're as frail as a fucking chip. Okay? Like, anything that touches you is disabling you indefinitely you're, you're a brittle little bitch is what i'm saying um yeah it's crazy 
I, I, I can't deal with this shit anymore. True crime. It's fucking dumb. I fucking hate it. I, but, yeah, no, the Hotel Cecil one is fantastic. If, if you can watch that and not realize that it's portraying these web sleuths to be the dumbest, most embarrassing people on earth, then I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to tell you. You're probably an obsessive maniac then. I don't know. Um, what else was I going to talk about? The Hotel Cecil thing? That, I think that was pretty good. I don't know. I I really don't have anything else to talk about. There's really nothing else I want to talk about. Is this the last episode of Lotus Morris Hates Himself? <sighs> Who knows? Probably is. I don't know. Come back next week. There might be a new episode. This is just a short update, I guess. Uh, I don't know. This, I think this is the last episode. I really legitimately think of it. I don't know. I don't know anymore. I really don't know anymore. So, whatever. <laughs>